Hello, hello. Welcome back to Food Complex, the number one food podcast in the world. I believe it's the only one. The only one in the world. There's no, no other podcasts on Spotify or Apple Music. My name's Marco. And I'm Andrew. Hit that intro music. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Today's going to be a really fun one. I'm actually really nervous about today's episode. Why is that? Um, Surprise, surprise, we're diving into another dish that's part of my culture, but one that I actually hold dear to my heart, and that's pizza. Oh, mamma mia. (laughs) That sounds so good. And I can't can't get it wrong, or... He'll be disowned. I will get my, my Italian card revoked. Yeah, Super Mario is more Italian than you. Yeah. Anyways, Andrew... Welcome back to the Food Complex. Thank you for welcoming me back. Yeah. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening and subscribing and liking and commenting. Uh, we see all of your comments and reviews. There's a lot. It's a floodgate. I still have to approve a lot of things. Yeah, it's crazy. So let's jump right into it. Andrew, what did you enjoy this week? I enjoyed a tiki old-fashioned down at Rum Social. It's uh, located in Laguna Beach. We recently had happy hour down there, and it's a nice riff on an old-fashioned, especially for summer. It starts off with like almost like a banana uh, whiskey or rum, I believe, and it mellows out with a little bit of sweetness towards the end. So you, you do get that like an old-fashioned sensation in your mouth, but the it's more tropical notes. So it's rum instead of uh, whiskey. Correct. And it's still so, s- simple syrup too? Or? I think they use some kind of like tropical syrup in there as mm. well to make a tiki. And they used a different, instead of Angostura bitters, that was a, a different kind of bitters. I really should have been paying attention to what, that how sounds he was good. making it. I, yeah. I, I mean, tiki bars are probably the most fun bars to go to. So the next question I have for you is what was it in? What cup was it in? Oh, is it in a regular rocks glass? Oh, what the fuck? This isn't a tiki bar, but oh. it's got tiki themes. I know, but you got it. I'm also not a fan of tiki drinks. Wow. I'm not a big fan They're of tiki bars. They're too sweet. I agree. They're too sweet. But the bar, I'm saying but they the will bar sneak up on you. Yeah. They will sneak up on like you. Like that one at, what's that place called? Rose Mellow. Remember oh. the, 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 in Long Beach, the, the speakeasy part of it, where it was all tiki. Yeah. And they have those big punch bowls of... Oh, yeah. Scorpion bowls, yeah. punch bowls, fish bowls. Those things will... Everything's all, if, you, if you light something on fire... I'm going to drink it, you know? Uh, it's the presentation. I mean, why not? <laughs> yeah. That's awesome, though. Yeah. Dang. So sweet, a little bit fruity. Fruity. So, I mean, kind of like me, it's sweet and fruity <laughs> and it's delicious. A little bit of kick with that rum. It was, yeah. It wasn't... I think the the banana rum really was like a mellow flavor. So you don't get that harsh... You know, when sometimes when you drink rum, yeah. it's like that... It's really harsh to start yes, with. Yes, yes. You get a lot more banana, which mellows out the harshness. Was there a garnish? The garnish was a pineapple leaves. Oh. You know, so it's really, they really thought it out. It was really yeah, delicious. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. That does sound really good. One block of ice or a couple? A whole block of ice. There you go, baby. If you, if you serve multiple, like, small bits of That's ice, I, I throw you back in your face. That's disgusting. It's not old-fashioned. Oh, you know, speaking of ice, in and out they brought back petal, pebble ice at and out I don't go to in and out enough, man. <laughs> I know. I really should. I have two gift cards in my car. Yeah. I really need to go back. Use what, what did you get recently from there? Uh, just a double-double and a animal style fry and then i went to dinner after hey we all need like a pre-dinner <laughs> burger i don't mind yeah, yeah. What, did, what did you enjoy eating this week this week actually because of our last pod i was inspired to make fried chicken but italian version so what I is that chicken cutlets so what you do is you get 
chicken breast you cut in half you pound it out you do an egg wash with flour egg wash and panko and then you, do you season your flour or panko so i followed a recipe online and it said to season both which i'm happy about because i tried this before with no recipe because my mom used to make or does make chicken cutlets so i try to go off of memory and like i only seasoned the the flour mm. and it wasn't enough no. so this time i did both and it turned out really well frying is very delicate and scary pan fry pan fry and it's funny every time i fry something anything any dish i've ever made i'm usually shirtless for some reason unintentional Dog, and then i'm like i'm like oh my god it's burning me and like, it, like i'm like <laughs> no apron either just i'm like shirtless. screaming and i'm like oh why am i shirtless like literally I, i'm not saying I, I don't walk around my house shirtless it's just for some reason every time i fry something or eggs or something or that like the oil is popping out of the pan i'm shirtless for some reason do you cook oh, i'm afraid to ask us do you make bacon shirtless uh no but but if i i I put bacon in the oven oh yeah i don't do it on the that's fair me too yeah i I like it that way yeah anyway sorry didn't interrupt your your chicken cutlet it was delicious um not as good as my mom's my mom uses fresh breadcrumbs i used panko from a can or whatever the little Mm -hmm. plastic can and it was like herb whatever herb flavored it was good it was very i was surprised at how uh, moist it was still and I didn't burn. I only burned like two, but I made an eight. I, I'm just curious. What seasonings did you put into your... Onion powder, garlic powder, a little bit of paprika and red pepper flakes. Just Ooh. a little bit, just for a little spice. My, yeah. My, my mom never did that, obviously, because she doesn't like spice. Because my dad and my mom both hate spice. So I use a little bit of paprika, a little bit of red pepper flakes, salt, regular pepper, and whatever pinko seasoning Ooh. was in it. I'm assuming it was GBD. Golden Brown Delicious. It was. I was honestly very happy about it. I was, because like the, but if you don't coat it right with the egg wash, everything starts peeling off. So I had a couple of those issues where like some of the breadcrumbs were like falling off. So how would you prevent that? What you're supposed to do, and like I kind of got lazy, is that you, you put it in the flour, you take it out and you like wiggle it off, uh-huh. all the excess, and then you do the egg wash, let it w- like uh, drip off all the excess, oh. and then you put it in the panko. Because I think if it's too caked, mm-hmm. like me... Nothing sticks to it. Gotcha. I'm trying to hold my laughter on the two caked thing. <laughs> so that, that, I, that that's fun. a mistake I make. Honestly, I yeah. do. I know what you're talking about. Like having all the the crumbs like just rip off, yeah, and yeah, you're yeah. like, "What? Oh my god, work!" It's just so much work. You're doing like always use like one hand for each. By the way, right when you do the always dry hand, one hand, wet hand, one hand, right, and then you you put it on a, a baking sheet or like a, somewhere where it could settle, and then you you know warm up your oil and your butter and bada bing bada boom oh oil and butter i love that yeah i was i think what the reasoning was because i was also i was following a recipe but also in my head i think butter browns things easier at a lower temperature so you're not burning it oh yeah no Uh, having adding oil to butter slows down the browning process of the butter yeah so Mm -hmm. so you could like you're able to cook the chicken while keeping that consistent light brown like you said gbd Mm -hmm. golden brown delicious deliciousness Ooh. Any sauces served with it? No, we keep it. We keep it OG in this Italian household. <laughs> we had a side of rice and a side of broccoli I made, but yeah, we keep it. We keep it OG. Rice, not not a pasta. No, I'm trying do to. Do you normally healthy. do you normally eat it with rice or do you normally eat it with pasta? So that that was was interesting. So like what we talked about last week, right? Italian fried chicken is chicken parm. Yeah, right? people know that that's chicken parm. Growing up, my mom just used to make just chicken cutlets by themselves. Yeah. Right. You I mean, we, we would have that a, in a sandwich. Yeah. Oh. oh man, it was so good. And my mom would do. We would do that for lunch. We get that for lunch, 
uh, at high school, my mom would make us sandwiches, oh. and she would do like a little bit of mayo, like easy mayo on there. Man, it was so good. It's funny growing up, and I think you probably are like this as well. We didn't have a lot of like different things in my sandwich. My mom would make just meat sandwiches, like mortadella sandwich, ham sandwich. Like I didn't, there was no cheese mm. and and condiments and veggies. It was just like I feel like that was just too one too messy. Two like how would you pack all that? I mean, this yeah, makes sense. Like, sitting having the the veggies sitting there for so long. Yeah. I don't know. Or like a meatball sandwich. You didn't cho- do cheese. Oh. We would just do meatballs and sauce. But it was oh, like yeah. delicious. Anyways, I'm hungry now. And I hope the listeners are hungry too. Because we're going to get into it. Remind me again. What is today's topic? We're doing pizza. All right. Pizza, pizza, pizza. Pizza, pizza. That's going to get shout us. Out, shout out to uh, Little Caesars. <laughs> Ooh, that would be. So this is going to be probably a, part, a two-part episode. Because pizza is so expansive it's a really interesting recipe uh, a really crazy not 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 that not the origin is crazy but the way that it has developed since its origin since its um inception like inception right but we'll get into it so this might be a part two series or episode and also like you we just you just remind me of little caesars but i've had some people that are my friends have worked at little caesars and have told me some really scary stories so that would be interesting to talk about at the next episode next episode yeah. i don't want to hear the crazy <laughs> yeah. stories now because i'm yeah. pretty sure i'm having pizza tonight <laughs> yeah exactly so do you like pizza i love pizza what's your what do you what do you like about pizza I love the simplicity of it. I love bread, love the sauce, love the cheese on top. It's a comforting meal for me. For me personally, to determine if it's a good pizza shop, like I'm talking like Neapolitan style pizza. I'm not talking Pizza Hut, all that. Whenever I see pizza on the menu, the first thing I order is a margarita pizza. Yeah, of course. If you can make that yeah well yep then i'll trust you with other ingredients but if you can't make a basic margarita pizza it's just cheese how, basil. I, how can i trust you yeah cheese basil and sauce that's it like yeah. and, and your dough has to be good yeah if it's not good then i can't eat the rest whatever whatever pizzas you have to offer yeah pizza i always say is the one dish if i was given you know one dish to eat for every meal for the rest of my life it would probably be pizza <sighs> I, and i'd be okay with that before we jump into it what, what like quick sidebar what are your go-to toppings i'm classic just cheese and and sauce. I've gotten into like we we went the other day. I like white pizza a lot. So ricotta ricotta cheese on top. I'm not a big toppings guy. Like I said before about chicken cutlets. Like we Italians like to keep things very simple. I, I personally think Neapolitan pizzas are very simple and they're yeah. overstuffed, as opposed to I I wouldn't know I mean, what what would you categorize like Domino's and Pizza Hut like Americanized pizza. Americanized pizza. Well, we'll yeah. get yeah we'll get into that probably next week but yes american americanized pizza and it's funny i always watch those there's like videos of of them trying to i think i think they stopped it but there was like dominoes or or something in italy for a little while and it immediately like failed because people were like getting confused of why are you putting this much toppings on oh yeah i'm sure because yeah. at most i've seen like three yes and but even then it's like light it's like arugula prosciutto Oh, dude, yeah. And yeah. like maybe like a, a ball of burrata. Yeah. That's what, it. What are your toppings? If we're talking Neapolitan, it's usually prosciutto with arugula, like okay. I mentioned. That's like a really simple, like perfect Perfect. One. Yeah, I like that. Every once in a while, I'll tease with salami, but I'm not a big yeah, fan of salami. Yeah. yeah. American pizzas. I don't want to hear it. I know I, what you're going to do. I have Stop. two, I have two Just, variations. I already talked about, we already talked about this. I don't want to hear it. Just Pine- keep, pineapple. Oh, my God. With bacon. Not Canadian bacon, bacon. So not even, oh, it's, oh, yeah. I don't like ham on my, like, uh, pineapple, it's so good. The other variation, you're going to get, you're going to love this. I have this from, I think, David Chang. I copied him from okay. it. I like to credit him for that. You go to Domino's, you order their thin bread, or thin uh, pizza. Yeah. White sauce, 
cheese, bacon. I think that's it. Yeah, it's Alfredo sauce, oh, wow. bacon, and cheese. And it's so Dude, freaking Alfredo, good. Alf- that does sound good. Alfredo sauce is heavy. It is heavy. That's why you get the thin pizza. That's crazy. Yeah. It does sound delicious, though. Wow. But not that pineapple one. That's disgusting. Oh, man. I love it. I love it so it's much. It's crazy that we've ruined such a delicious dish. Pizza and pasta would be my two things I would eat for the rest of my life. Oh, that's What about you? rest of my life. I don't know. Uh, get me back <laughs> in the next episode because I can't think of it right now. I can eat just about anything. Yeah. Okay. So let's we'll, we'll get into some of the background about pizza. Everyone knows pizza, right? It's just like Andrew said, dough, cheese, sauce and toppings right pizza dough cheese we'll get into what they used to use versus what they use now sauce can be like what andrew said red sauce could be alfredo sauce could be no sauce could be barbecue sauce could cpk be barbecue sauce Ooh, they used to have a good one at bj's the barbecue chicken pizza and cpk then, origin, er, invented the original apparently i learned this like really? a couple days ago <laughs> dude cpk fell off dude I'm, I'm okay to say that but they used to be so bomb and i went there recently and it was horrible oh, i'm sorry to hear that yeah r.i.p because it was the i best. don't go very often <laughs> dude it was so good and then toppings right toppings can be like what andrew said bullshit like pineapple but pretty much anything Mm. olives green bell peppers you know onions whatever and those those that's usually in more americanized pizzas right toppings adding a lot of stuff because us americans just love to shit on everything that's pure and good i think we just like i and another topic for another time i think it's Americans love excess. Yeah, of course. Like, there was a trend between 20, I'd say 13 to about relatively recently, where food, like, serving things in excess and bull and big, like, yeah. giant ass, like, hamburgers being a challenge, eating, like, yeah. X amount of beef in, in a certain amount of time. Like, I think that's an American, like, yeah. what's that? Sh- there's a milkshake company. Black Tap, I think. They serve milkshakes and they serve a cake on top of that as well. And they frost the rim. Oh my God. It's, yeah. Well, like, look at, like, yeah, we're a very, extremely overweight country. And, and, like, look at Italy, right? You would think the amount of pizza and pasta these people eat, like, also, literally think, on a regular basis. I think also the different lifestyles. I mean, well, that's what I'm like, saying. They walk around, whatever. Yeah. But it's also, and I might be bullshitting here, but, like, I think the amount you eat on a plate you know differs from europe to america completely for sure right you're eating like a small bowl of pasta in europe i'm not saying italy specifically because i bet you those mother effers probably eat a lot of pasta but let's say you go to france you're eating a small you know circle steak versus getting a huge ribeye bone in whatever we talked about that tomahawk steak yeah i I think again this just giant sidebar for us (laughs) from this episode is just for me i think americans again just eat things in bulk yes. essentially costco size and you go over to europe it's more food is more of a, not a, i wouldn't say delicacy but treated better and more respect as opposed to over here where fast food is more prevalent and things you just want things in yeah big fast sizes we, we, we love to just stuff ourselves and move quickly oh yeah like over there you don't eat till you're like stuffed you yeah, yeah yeah eat till there's like enough That's and it's, it. it's a, a communicative um, oh yeah, it's a big like thing, right? Versus here, it's like I'm just drive throughs. I'm just gonna Always. eat, yeah, and like go to the bar or something. Yeah, whatever. Agreed. Anyways, get back to ba- pizza. Ba- Sorry, a little sidebar for us. We're excited. So pizza, everyone thinks it's from Italy, but it actually dates back thousands of years as a flatbread. Uh, usually in Egypt, Greek or or Romans, they were eating flatbreads with toppings on top. Mm-hmm. This actually is backed up by the poem, the the poem by Virgil called the Aeneid, and they have a, a part. It's a it's an epic poem, right? So a, a traveling group of, I believe they're Trojan Trojans from Troy are traveling, you know, across the ocean and and stopping at different places. And at one point they they eat 
of flatbread with all of the the ingredients that they have around mm -hmm. and the guy actually says like oh we eat, we ate our plates too because they ate the dough oh interesting so like it even serves back that that long ago which was a very long time ago you know virgin 19 19 bc I thought they were going to say 1900. I was like, that's yeah. not a long time ago. <laughs> 19, 1900, 19 BC. Wow. So yeah. they would, I'm sure you don't have the answer. Maybe you do. So they, were they just using flatbread as just plates? At I the think, time? I think at that point, yes, I think it's like to carry, because they probably didn't carry utensils or anything. And maybe they probably knew that the bread was, or leavened bread was good enough to eat. Mm, so okay. it was probably just like a convenience thing. So the modern pizza, the modern pizza that we know, the, the cheese, tomato, I'm assuming, again, we're talking about Neapolitan pizza today, yes, right? Yeah, okay. yeah, well, yes, exactly. The modern pizza, right, that we know was actually born in the western coast of Italy in Naples, right? Mm. So before that, it was what the Egyptians, Romans, and Greeks were eating was just leavened bread with toppings on it, like probably, most likely dry. Oh, it, was, yeah. it was probably just like mushrooms on top of bread. But the actual pizza that we all know and love was born in Naples. The Greeks actually were the first people to settle in Naples in 600 BC. So they were doing their thing, conquering, running around, colonizing different places. Mm -hmm. And Naples was one of the, the first settlements that they had. So within the, the 18th and 19th century, Naples uh, had a very dense population, but that population was, was very poor and working class. So they were always on the move. They needed cheap food. So this is where pizzas came from. A lot like fried chicken, actually. Remember how you talked about the carts, mm -hmm. right? There was this huge street of vendors, and they would be selling pizza by the slice, right? Oh, which so that's, kinda, that concept's been yeah, around for a yes, while. Wow. Which is interesting, right? Obviously, back then, it wasn't... I don't think that was considered modern pizza. It was probably just like what the Greeks and Egyptians were eating. Mm -hmm. Just leavened bread with toppings on top. Yeah. But it was inexpensive, and it was quick to eat, and it was mostly based on poverty, right? Something cheap. Something yeah. they wanted to eat something that fueled them for the day, fueled them for the day, and also because it it got rid of all of those ingredients that may or may not have expired, right? So you're using oh. up ingredients that that may go bad. So just put them on my f fucking bread and let me eat it. <laughs> so I do with fried rice. Yes, so I toss whatever I have in the fridge into yes. a fried rice. Yes. So yeah, like I said, eaten to utilize various ingredients. So nowadays we know pizza topped with mozzarella, right? Mm -hmm. Mozzarella comes from goat, cow, sheep. Yeah, right? I think we covered this during the, the lasagna episode. The lasagna episode, yeah. correct. But most typical Italian mozzarella is actually Italian buffalo milk. If you've ever been to Italy, especially in Sicily, actually, uh, driving through the the roads, there's a lot of pastures of just buffalo, which is completely different than here when we drive through Bakersfield, we just see like cows all the time. Yes, <laughs> and cows. Usually in the same spot, actually, hanging out. Yeah. But yes, meth heads and cows. But actually, back then, it wasn't always mozzarella. It was actually a thing called cacio cavallo. Cavallo. Is this, uh, I'd say, like, would you consider this like an ancestor to... Mm, what do you, do you... Do you know any Italian? Nothing. Do you know Spanish? Ugh, no, I should, but I don't. Do you know, do you know what cavallo means? Again, no. Yeah. <laughs> So basically, this translates to horse cheese. I'm afraid to where this is going to go next, but go ahead. Is uh, it horse it, milk? It's horse. It, no. Well, this is the thing. It was I was researching this, and like some people said, oh, it's horse milk. But then I went deeper in because I was like, like I don't know, like do horses like I know like there's mom horses and 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 they have horse milk. Yeah. But I don't think you can make. And I looked up that you can't actually use horse milk. There's a different reason for the re the naming of it. Okay. Horse milk is too thin and loose, and therefore it can't coagulate to make cheese. Mm, okay. But the reason they called it, they were using cacio cavallo, is that they were using cow sheep milk, 
mm-hmm. like normal mozzarella. Obviously, it was it was made in a different way back then. But the 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 stamp of Naples is a horse. Oh, so okay. they would stamp the cheese. Oh man, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> they would stamp the cheese with like a horse head or whatever. Okay, and so they would call it Gaccio Cavallo. Uh, the taste, right? Because we know mozzarella as as like salty, stringy, and like delit milky mm-hmm. but that cheese back then was more similar to provolone so sharp and like spicy flavor that they would top with it interesting yeah and so these flatbreads that that were being sold at the, by the street vendors were typically topped with tomatoes cheese anchovies and garlic and oil i'd eat that, that sounds it, yeah good. it sounds delicious but it's interesting because we see the addition of tomatoes Right. Oh, so this is like the first time. Yes. So before it was just white pizza. Yes. And now it's like in the 18th so It's not even a sauce though. It's like probably like it was cute. tomato. Probably. Uh. Yes. Like you're saying, probably tomato. Um. Chunks. Yeah. Like in uh, BJ's. BJ's restaurant where I used to work had some bomb pizza, but we'll get into that next time. So that's the inception of modern pizza, like just cheese and sauce and you know dough. Mm-hmm. But then the interesting thing was what you talked about the. What I found the most interesting was the introduction of the margarita pizza, right? The original pizza that everyone knows, right? And that we get everywhere, yes. basically. You could buy that anywhere. And where that came from is sort of this weird myth, right? For the queen? For the queen, yes. Have you heard this before? I think I have. Like, they, she wanted something to eat, and yes. she loved this so much, that they, so they named it the margarita. Yes, 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 yes. So, side note, I don't know if I said this already, but Italy is like, there's a lot of fucking... History behind Italy. I'm so happy we live in America where there was only 40 presidents to learn at the time. I can only imagine 46, but just the different empires you had to go through. I I didn't know this, and it's actually this is why I like this podcast and I like I like doing the research because obviously my my background is from Italy. My my ancestors from Italy. I didn't know Italy was not unified as one country back then. Like it only recently in the 1940s became 1946. It became a a unified country. You mean during World War yes. One? Yes. With Mussolini. No, World War Two. Two? Yeah, forty six. Oh yeah, no, the great the great big one was yeah. uh, nineteen twenty, I think. Something like that. But uh yes, Mussolini was involved in, you know, his good stuff. All of Mussolini's good stuff. Okay, so to go back to pizza, right? So the first pizzeria um was in Naples was created in the seventeen sixties. Okay. At the time uh King Ferdinand the Fourth was in charge. Um, not the French king, but he was a different one with the same name, which I think is so confusing. Super confusing. Um, he was also named King Ferdinand III of Sicily, so he owned he owned Naples and he owned Sicily. I think. Yeah, he just wanted to show a Sicilian yeah, want, side, and he had a different name for them: Ferdinand IV versus Ferdinand III. Wait, <laughs> this is why this stupid country. So if he goes, so if he goes north, he's considered the fourth. Yes, and then if he goes south, he's considered the third. Yes, so. Honestly, it doesn't matter. It We're just not a history podcast. We're a food history podcast. It was just interesting to... to that anyways, is a, it doesn't matter. 1760s, right? He's the king. This man named Pietro Colicchio opened the pizzeria di Pietro e Basta Così, which means, great name, Pietro's Pizza. And that's enough. That's more than enough. <laughs> that's straight to the point. We don't need some fancy name. We don't need great name. like karma. Yeah. You literally will stop there and just be like, oh, no, this is perfect. Yeah. yeah. That's enough. So, honestly, he doesn't matter to the story. It's, just, <laughs> it's kind of just funny that, like, my research, he's involved in a lot of the research I, I learned about. But it was only because he created the place, right? Where it was invented. Yes. In the ni- beginning of the 19th century, or later 19th century, so 18, late 1800s, 
This man named Raffaele Esposito, he was the premier pizza maker in the city of Naples, and his wife, Giovanna Brandi, they take over Pietro's restaurant in the late 1800s, right? Okay. I don't know what happened to that guy. He had a great name and he disappeared. So in 1889, there was a, a family called the Savoy family. These actually were the ones that unified Italy in the end, was this family. They continued from there into the 1940s, and they were, in quotation marks, the unification of, of Italy. Oh, interesting. Right? They were being housed in Naples in 1889. The specific king was King Umberto I and Queen Margarita, like you said. And actually, to go <laughs> along with what you said as well, she was tired of the typical French cuisine that they were eating every day. Oh, man, I can only... It's just like rich foods yeah. every day. Yeah, literally. Which is funny to think like, you know, everything tracks, right? I, I kind of connect everything to everything. It reminds me of Bon Mi. How so? Because the the... It, the rich royal Italians would eat this elegant, elevated food, right, oh, yeah. from France. But oh, they didn't yeah. want pizza. It was actually considered low-class peasant food, peasant food yeah. right? Until, like I said, 1889. Queen Margarita and King Umberto went to Naples, and they were hanging out in this royal castle in Naples. And they were like, I'm bored of French food. I'm bored of this rich-ass bullshit. I want some down-earth, tasty food. So they invited... The premier pizza maker, Esposito, and his wife, Brandy, to go to their palace and make pizza for them. So it was a big opportunity for this guy. But he was nervous because though pizza was very popular with poverty-stricken people, he hadn't developed a recipe that, you know, was elevated. Yeah, he didn't feel like his his food was good enough for royalty at the time. Yes. So he goes to the palace in 1889 and cooks up three pizzas. Cooks up a white pizza with oil, pork lard, cheese, and basil. Sounds good. I would eat that too. Yeah, right? He created a second pizza. This is another popular one. So there was the Cacio Cavallo, which was the horse cheese. Mm-hmm. Not actual horse cheese, but whatever. And then there's one called the Cecciniele, which translates to white bait. <laughs> you look confused. You ever heard that word before? You ever no. heard white bait before? It was a pizza, pizza dough, flatbread, topped with baby sardines and anchovies, just like mashed up and spread out on a pizza. I'm going to be honest. I don't know why anchovies and sardines get such a bad rap. No, no. Because they're in cans. Yes. They're good. When I went to Italy, I had fried anchovies and sardines. I'm like, what the fuck? This is delicious. It's good. It would just kind of like, it's funny because I I was thinking, oh, this is gross. But I had the same thought you did because I was like, oh, yeah, I like anchovies. That might, that pizza might sound good. But I don't think for royalty, ground up fish on top of like paste. Yeah. Paste on top of a bread. Probably not be the best look. No. And so, finally, he had his third pizza. It was a tri-colored pizza representative of the Italian flag. The Mexican flag. Oh, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) The Mexican flag. No, the Italian flag. And it had mozzarella, tomato, and basil. Queen Margarita fell in love. The royalty fell in love. So they named that pizza the Margarita Pizza. Oh, so that was... Wait, did you say that was the myth of it? It's the myth, right? Uh, Another one was... It was just popular in Naples, and then they named it Queen Margarita. And she never actually had it oh i got really excited because i was like oh i didn't know this yeah, no, yeah, yeah. It was a myth. i mean that one sounds cooler so i'm just gonna go with that's the real right yeah. honestly a margarita pizza when done right does look pretty oh yeah so that was the inception of the classic neapolitan margarita pizza pizza was actually unknown in italy outside of naples until the 1940s when they unified oh wow um because you know everyone had their different even now like if you go around italy everyone has their different popular dishes 
right? They're not, it's not like everyone's eating pizza. It's <laughs> the whole country. It's like going over here yeah. in America, like, oh, everyone eats hamburgers. Yeah. Well, I, I can't take that. Everyone, everyone, does, everyone does eat hamburgers. But hamburger. it's a different style of hamburger everywhere, right? Yeah. Like in Italy, it's a different, everyone does eat pizza, but the pizza's all different. Oh, yeah. Like, I guess the met, good metaphor would be like American barbecue. The yes. South has a different one. The yes. Carolinas have a different, yeah, okay. And then different, I, I'm getting the that. different toppings, like the availability of toppings, like, Oh, yeah. Right. Just based on region. Yeah. So that's where pizza was born. Well, we're going to touch on a little bit of America right now. Because after the 1940s, or not after, but, you know, in the 1900s, late 1800s, early 1900s, immigration was a big thing, obviously. Right. People from Italy, specifically Naples, were coming into America, working at factories and other hard labor jobs and bringing with them their favorite dish, pizza. They were settling in states like New York, cities like Boston. And I don't know why I said that so weird. Another state called New Jersey. <laughs> weird, weird way to say all that. So this this impoverished dish was brought to America to serve its same purpose. And it was to feed the, the lower, class. lower class people, right? It was quick. It was easy. And it tasted phenomenal, right? Mm-hmm. Another interesting fact is that only until after World War II was pizza popularized. And it's because before that, it was thought of as an ethnic food. It's so weird how like the times have like just changed, yes. you know. It's like yes, considered it was considered ethnic, but again, if you take in a context of the time, Italians were considered lower class people. They yeah. were like, seg- I assuming, I think if I read this right, they were segregated against. So they yeah. were like just quoting the departed here, dirty, dirty yeah. people. Yeah, even Benjamin Franklin, right? Even before that, considered you know Italians, Germans, and other European countries. As swarthy, right? They weren't white. They were swarthy. What? An American yeah. president being... Oh, wait. No, no he wasn't no. a president. He wasn't a president. <laughs> he was the kite guy. The he guy was the kite, kite guy. <laughs> people do mistake him as a president because yeah. of him being on the $100 bill. Anyways, that what? An weird. American thinking other people are lower than yes, them? Yes. Yeah. Kind of wild. So only until after World War II did it become considered popular. And then what's even better is that Italy only started adopting this pizza craze after america popularized it that's crazy they kind of leaned into it they're like you know what yeah we do love pizza which happens a lot i think in like a lot of different countries that food becomes more popular because i mean it's based on like tourism too oh yeah oh we'll get into this one of these episodes but tequila does that happen the same thing mexico Ah. created a tequila council essentially and like <laughs> there's a certain way tequila makes needs to make sneak peek for next week okay or in a couple I weeks can't wait i forget for when we release it yeah so that's pretty much pizza uh now we we know there's different which i'm going to get into part two we'll do that next week but there's different ways of cooking pizza there's different styles of pizza oh my god there's eight different styles of pizza specifically <laughs> In America? Wait, what? Eight yeah. styles in America? Well, you'll, you'll know all. I'm going to read them right now. You'll know them, right? There's the Neapolitan, which you said, yeah. which is a wood fire oven. We'll talk. I'll go into what ovens do next okay. week because it's. I think it's very interesting, um, especially because a lot of these Italian restaurants, like the one in LA called Pizzana, they actually shipped a huge ass wood fire oven I from Italy. I think I read about that. Yeah, yeah. To their restaurant. To be authentic. Yeah. Yes. They use Italian water. Yes. Or... Yes. Um, so there's the Neapolitan. There's the Chicago style which is baked, which we know as the the pizza that's thick but has the sauce on top and the cheese is in the middle. 
Sort of like a pie. Oh, yeah. It's like uh, uh, upside down. Yes. B- BJ's isn't considered true Chicago. No, 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 no. That's just deep dish. That's just deep dish because it's okay. just thick. Yeah. Um, which actually... Is it, it another style? No, it looks like Detroit style. We'll get into that. But it looks like Detroit style, but it's not. No. <laughs> yeah. And then there's New York style, which we all know is delicious. Okay. That's the Chicago, best pizza. Chicago, New York. Sicilian, which my mom makes, which is like square. The square pizza. Oh, like thick. grandma squares. Yes. Okay. Grandma squares. Exactly. There's Greek style, which is thin sliced top has a lot of toppings right it's sort of deep dish all around but it's not as deep as a sicilian or chicago jesus i didn't know about the greek yeah. style i gotta try that sometime. yes there's california style which is actually interesting it's only called california style because californians like to just put a bunch of shit on their pizza and try different things Wait, is so that CPK? Is, is that where the like CPK was like, formed? No, it was actually interesting enough. A little short intro. A sh- in the 1970s, a chef named Chef Ed Ledau from Prego. Is that the restaurant that that one lady owns? No, sorry, that's Mozza. Oh yeah, Mo- Mozza. Mozza, yeah, that, which different. great restaurant. Prego, sir. He he created this California style pizza and served Wolfgang Puck in the 1970s, and it became very popular. And it was just this literally, a, it, it's sort of like New York style where it's like kind of slightly thick, mm-hmm. but just with a lot of toppings and it's made in a wood fire oven. And then you have the Detroit style, which I, is baked. I think it's gaining popularity nowadays, like yes. just recently. Uh, Detroit style is similar to Chicago where it's like layered differently. The sauce is on top. But what stood out to me was that they the do, the, yeah, the crust is like caramelized cheese on the edges, which I don't think I've ever had. And that's why I kind of said BJ's was like that because I remember on the pans the the cheese would like lift up. I will agree with you there. It is crispy on the edges for yeah. BJ's, but no Detroit style is like it's not cut your mouth crispy, but it is like crispy. Yeah, it's super. It's really good. At least the BJ's one was super good. And then this one I never heard of the St. Louis style, which is like those very 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 thin ones, super thin pizzas, uh-huh. and then like like not cut triangular, but cut like squares oh. on a circle pizza. Oh, so back in my day, I used to eat a lot of frozen pizzas. Yes. I would, I would assume it's like one of those. Yes. It looks exactly like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's pretty, that's that's the diff- eight different styles of pizza. Cheese and rice. It's a lot. And I can't wait to talk more about it. I could talk about pizza for like eight episodes. I could continue listening to you because I was, I just realized I looked at the clock. And I was like, oh, we're, we're at time. And yeah. Like we're just getting there yeah. at the beginning. Because pizza. I want to talk about my favorite places to eat pizza. I, I'm not a chef. I don't consider myself to be a chef, Mm -hmm. but I am a pizza connoisseur. And I like to think that I have a good eye for pizza and good taste for pizza. Oh, I can't wait to hear about this. Yeah, so we'll we'll talk more about different places I like to go, different styles of pizza that work and don't work, and um, how you cook them in the next episode, I think. That's awesome. All right, you want to give me a a to-go order of today's... uh, Ooh, I like that. Of today's (laughs) episode? Yes, pizza... The modern pizza we know today is dough, cheese, usually mozzarella, di latte, di bufala, so buffalo milk pizza, or mozzarella, sauce, and then toppings. It was, you know, took after from the Egyptians and Greeks and Romans who would eat off of flatbreads and eat all their toppings on just dry flatbreads. The modern pizza was created in Naples, and Queen Margarita is what the Margarita pizza is named after. Thank you. That was a great to-go order. Fun pizza episode. Can't wait to talk more about it. I can't wait to hear more about it. This is actually really fun. Thanks, guys, for listening. Like, subscribe, comment as usual. We have been slacking on our social presence, but we're going to get better at it because yes. we will find time. Because yes, we will. I just like interacting with y'all. It's really fun. Yeah. Um, we're going to post some fun vids one day, and we're going to be you're going to be surprised at how cool we look. Yeah. Shout out to Jazz Hole. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I do know a lot about fried chicken. <laughs> 
he's a big wing fan, Wingstop fan. Like w- wings. He doesn't like Wingstop, oh, but wings. Wings. I do love wings. He loves oh, wings. We, he like makes wings all the time. We should have him on. J- Jazzhole, come on, come at me with those wings. I want some. <laughs> that sounds really good. But yeah, thanks for coming to the Food Complex, the number one place to learn about food, culture, and the background of diff- all those dishes you love. Yum. Yum. Yum.